Welcome to the Ike Packers Podcast. Go Pack Go. Keep it real. Good deal or bad deal. Go Pack Go. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. Please leave a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. We're IKE underscore Packers on Twitter. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Packers Podcast. We're going through the players on the roster and how much they take up in terms of a percentage of the cap and letting you know our thoughts. Is it a good deal or is it a bad deal? Money's involved. We've got a great show. Thank you Welcome for tuning back in. to another episode of the Ike Packers Podcast. My name is Alex Ikestead. I'm your host, and thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining. You are the best fan base in the world. This franchise is epic, and we have a great episode for you today, Packers fans. I'm joined by my co-host, KJ. KJ, welcome to the show. How you feeling? Hey, what's going on, Packers fans? I'm feeling amazing, and today the number I have for Packers fans is 50. Packers fans, do you remember when we were about 50 days out from the NFL draft? It seemed like a decent amount of time, but at the same time, it seemed like it was like, you know, in the in our sights, like it was coming. Well, that's about the same amount of time we are away from the Packers' regular season opener on September 11th versus the Vikings. We're about that 50-day mark away. You know, still a, still a couple weeks, you know, but it's going to get here before you know it. Uh, before we get into it, just want to thank everyone for all the kind words on the Eurostep intro. Um, Ike Packers podcast intro song and, and all that. Uh, make sure to go check that out on Spotify, Apple Music, Ike Music. Uh, today we're going to talk about a very interesting topic. I think a lot of Packers fans are going to be interested in these opinions. Alex, tell them what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about good deal or bad deal. We're going to be going down the Packers' active roster and breaking down the, how much of the cap they're taking up and if it's a good deal or a bad deal given our takes on the players on this team and how much money they're making should be a good episode as kj said make sure to go check out ike music on spotify or apple music this is going to be epic let's start with aaron Rodgers, the bad man he's coming in cage at a 28.5 million cap hit representing 13.25 percent of the overall team cap Good deal or bad deal? Yeah, Packers fans. So uh, just to back up a bit, NFL contracts are very complex. So there's all sorts of, you know, things like deferred money, signing bonuses. For this episode, we're going to be going off Spotrack. You know, a lot of people like to use Spotrack. And we're going to be talking about cap hits for this coming season. So the Packers, you know, they field, uh, basically every NFL team fields a 53-man roster. So, like Alex said, Aaron Rodgers makes, and and they're under a salary cap, so Aaron Rodgers makes 13.3% of the cap. To me, he's a top three quarterback, and I'm going to say good deal, and here's why. You know, even though Aaron Rodgers makes a ton of money, and even though, you you know, it's a little uh, weary having one single player on a 53-man unit count for 13.3 percent of the cap but Aaron Rodgers is one of those guys where he's like gonna make you millions right he's going to win you the big one he, he's like you know if you're gonna have a portfolio and there's gonna be one position in there that's 13 percent or more a lot of people took that strategy with Apple and a lot of people paid off because Apple is just this you know seemingly corporation that kind of checked every box you know they could they could do anything they could they could basically just provide a lot and Aaron Rodgers provides a lot in the game of football so for me 13 point some percent in the cap uh I think that is a good deal 
you need him in order to have a chance at the Super Bowl. The Packers need him. I think that just says it enough, right? How much are you willing to give up of your cap for your chance at a Super Bowl? Aaron Rodgers represents that. With Jordan Love, I don't think he's getting there. And so that's really the difference here. He needs to stay healthy to earn that money. I totally agree. Totally worth it. You got to keep Rodgers at all costs. That was the mindset in the offseason, and that's the mindset going forward. He's a two-time MVP. You pay him what he needs. Coming in at number two is David Bakhtiari, the left tackle at $13.4 million. Cap He's it. coming off, you know, a season where – he didn't Towards play the end of the much. season, it got it got <laughs> out that cage. You know, he wasn't going to be back in time, and then he came back in the playoffs a little bit. Well, he came back against the Lions. Oh yeah, against the it, Lions. It's like, I mean, I'm just going to cut to the chase. Like, what's his percentage of the cap, man? You got six point two three percent. Okay, David Bakhtiari, you get a little leeway, <laughs> but one more year of this, and it goes to bad deal. Because, like, if there's one thing, if there's one position, right, that should be getting that 6%, it should be the guy protecting your 13-some percent asset, right? Uh, in which case is Aaron Rodgers and this cap breakdown and this team construction. For me, David Bakhtiari, I'm very, very, very frustrated just because it's like, how much time do you need? You got world-class people. Everyone's body's different, yes, but, like, you know, it's just like, man, you're taking a ton of money. I mean, the deal is worth like 20-some million average annual value, top of position. And it's like, you just got to be available. And and it's nothing against David Bakhtiari's like pedigree in the past, but it's like, are we really putting ourselves in the best position to win a Super Bowl if we're paying the second highest cap hit on our team to someone who's not even playing? You know, it takes you back to when the bike, or excuse me, the Monkey Bucks, when they were just a terrible franchise before Giannis came, they were paying Michael Red a max contract for the last two years of his deal, and he wasn't even playing because he tore his knee up. So it's like, you know, we can do this for a short period of time, but if it if it extends beyond this year, I think this is really like the make or break year for David Bakhtiari. Like, either he's permanently it was sunk cash last year, you know, messed up. Yeah, no, exactly. You know, if if this is like a if this is sunk cash year again, this is year two. I kind of like sit the, with you, you know. This is like the year where it's either a good deal or bad deal because if it's a good deal, you still have an elite left tackle, and those are hard to find, you know, well, here's my thing. 12. We did just fine without him. Our line was exceptional without him. This is almost the equivalent to having, like, a Mercedes or, like, a nice Porsche or, like, a nice Ferrari or something, and you pay all this money for it, right? You pay pretty much top of the category for it, and then you go and crash it, and it's like you still have it, but you're not driving it, right? So it's like, even <laughs> though that may be worth something, how much is it actually worth when it comes to, like, you know, showing up to the club, with, in your you garage. know, to impress someone? You don't, you, you don't really have your Ferrari to show up, and you only have your Porsche to show up, and or whatever. You, or you know, you show up to a nice business meeting, you can't exactly pull up with like a like a crash car, right? So it's like David Bakhtiari is this weird enigma. I say currently, he gets a pass, but one more year of this, it's bad deal. Who's next? Preston P. He's taken up 5.32% of the Packers' total cap at $11.46 million. Is he the Packers' third best player, KJ? Absolutely not. But, you know, it's kind of like, what have you done for me lately? And Preston P is providing that stopgap until Rashawn Gary reaches his breakout. Like, Rashawn Gary is on the cusp of something special here, but he hasn't quite put it together for a full season. 
I mean, you could argue he did last year, but I'm talking like J.J. Watt caliber, Terrell Suggs caliber, you know, someone who just wrecks the league. Uh, and I think Rashawn Gary can absolutely do that. We'll get to him in a sec. But <clears throat> Preston Smith, you know, hey, he put up more uh, more um, production than David Bakhtiari. So I'm going to say good deal for now. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, if your quarterback is your house, right, pass rush is pretty much – you know your utilities you can't go without it Preston Smith you got to pay a pass rusher because all the good ones are getting paid that's just the nature of the position because sacks win and change games how much pressure he can get this year I think will determine you know how good the hit contract looks you know that the Packers just gave him um he's also kind of this player that I think for now you'd Ah, he's like almost the same similar you know this is a make or break year for Preston Smith what do you, you know, think about that KJ not really man you know I think Preston Smith is like it's not like left tackle where like we have like these great replacements you know like an Alton Jenkins and and other you know talented players it's like you need as many pass rushes as you can get your hands on and if someone is like let's say Preston Smith I don't know what his Madden rating came in or is going to come in at but it's like let's say his Madden rating comes in at like an 84 right something that's like solid but like completely unspectacular like he might even be better than that he might be a little worse than that but if you're in, if you're a pass rusher with a Madden rating somewhere in the 80s and we're talking like let's talk real life right like if you give that kind of equivalent contribution in sacks. You have to that's that's a better deal than just a tackle who sits on the bench, man. You know, like like you need pass rushers to win a championship. It's it's exactly how Eli Manning won his two rings. Go and watch yep. the tape. You know, you need him. Uh I think I'm not that's not the the, the hill I'm gonna die so on. You say, gonna, so you say good deal. Good I deal. I say good deal. You know, I, I don't have a problem with okay. that deal. No, what's, I'm what's okay the next with deal? that. Next deal is the other man in the trench, Kenny Clark. Nine point nine seven five million. Let's talk percentages. That's four point six three percent of the team's total cap. Good deal. Simple as that. What's next? What do you think? I think he's a good deal. Of, of course, Kenny Clark is a like you know a foundational piece. That's how I describe him for your team. You know, he's one of the four pillars that you can have when you're looking at your roster. I consider him one of those for the pack. Uh, next player making 3.75% of the team's total cap and a cool 8 million almost 8.1 that's Dean Lowry KJ what do you expect out of Dean this year see, see that and is is Dean going to make it through training camp I mean good question it's going to be interesting like uh the Packers they they usually will will make like a an extension you know they just signed Jair Alexander will they get the deal done with someone else we'll find out and they also might make a surprise cut you know we saw him do it with uh, I believe it was Josh Sitton all those years ago they let Mike Daniels go a few years ago um, it's like we'll see what happens but let's say in this you know salary cap breakdown where you have 53 man roster you have 100% of the pie Aaron Rodgers taking up like 13% of it, but only 22 guys are starters. You know, that would mean that your average starter makes about between four and 5%. Um, and then you have, you have to save some depth for the, for the bench the, and the backups, of course, but like Dean Lowry, it, it was, he's like the sixth guy on our team. Is he the seventh guy? Like that's too high for me. Um, either that or the Packers have a very young, you know, cost controllable team, which is very true. Like they're getting more expensive, but it shot the goop for some solid drafting over the last, you know, he's got Stokes, he's got some Josh Myers, he's got some good players. You know, obviously the Jared draft after Jair wasn't the best, but you still snag Jair and 
Um, that's not easy. So it's like Dean Lowry, it's like a bad deal for me. He does do it's his bad job. bad deal for like, me, too. Like, well, and here's you why. Just, you just mentioned the utility. It's like he kind of anchors the trenches with Kenny Clark. So it's like if, if Aaron Rodgers is your house, you know, David Bakhtiari is like keeping your lights on. You know, Kenny Clark and Dean Lowry might be like the foundation in the driveway or something, you know? So it's like at least there's purpose there. So if you're going to – I don't want to give like a random, you know, sixth, seventh person in the cap to to like a random player, right, like a kick returner or something. Like if it's going to be someone, it might as well be one of those huge bodies in the trenches to like, you know, free up the linebackers, free up Devondre Campbell, stuff like that. Uh, Go for it, Al. He's one of the bigger bodies, so that's why I think he's getting paid. One thing I kind of noticed, Cage, is the bigger athletes, the bigger bodies, they trend higher uh, in the salary. But the reason I have him as a bad deal is you've got guys like Jerron Reed at $1.75 million, representing 0.82% of the cap. That's the same amount of uh, – Devontae Wyatt's making 2.3. Well, that's a rookie, so it's like you can't really – no, no, but with Jerron Reed, right? You know, a guy who might be able to get four sacks as well. Dean Lowry making $8 million. To me, he should have to come through with, like, eight sacks, you know, or something like that. Like, well, it's, Dean, it's not like his, his he's job a run is stopper, to get sacks. But yeah, I know, like, but, I mean, how many tackles is he getting out there? He's stuffing, I, he's, he's clogging the line, man. I mean, like, you know, he's not the best player. It's like, who would we use his cap to sign? That's a good question. I think, like, you could have worse deals. You know, I mean, he's yeah, not a yeah. star. He's, okay. like, the absolute opposite of a star. But, like, you know, 3.5% of the cap, that's not bad. I mean, it's not bad. Okay. Adrian Amos, 7.28 million. That's 3.38%. And then 3.3% Jair Alexander at 7.1 million. Those two. Great deal. Great deal. deals. Um, to me... You know, players who play. Jerry Alexander obviously missed a lot of time, but he's shown he's very, very reliable. We'll see. You know, Jerry Alexander got top of market money. If he, like, can't play on the field, like, you know, we expect him to come back, and he should be back. But, like, let's say he gets nicked up and misses, like, 16, 17, 15 games again. Well, then that deal becomes, like, David Bakhtiari 2.0, and that might start to look like a bad deal when you got these guys like Eric Stokes and Razul Radio Douglas behind him making lesser money. But, like... If you talk about those two guys in the field, like they're they're locking down certain parts of the field, they're making plays. They're both those guys are not afraid to tackle. They're not afraid to deflect passes. Ball hawks, ball hawks. You know they're they're good guys that inspire their teammates. Good deal, good deal for me. Yep, they seem to have good chemistry. Leader, leaders of the secondary, strong secondary is a necessity. You got then Cage, Aaron Jones. At 5.9 million, taking up 2.74% of the team total cap. To me, Aaron Jones is a good deal. And the reason why is I was going through the Packers receivers and, you know, checking out the receiving yards. And I raised the question Aaron Jones could, you know, darn well be the second on this team in receiving yards when it's all said and done to end this upcoming season. He might even be first. He might even be first. And he might cage remain the number one back i think a lot of people perceived aj i don't see that but i don't see that i think aaron jones increased receiving load which is almost a sure thing is going to make it super easy to feed aj dylan more carries but i that that's just my take i don't know if you have any thoughts like disagree. i think it's like aaron jones uh not saying aj dylan can't catch because he can 
Um, but it's a different style offense when you have Aaron Jones in the backfield. You can, like, roll him out mid-play. You know what I mean? Like, where you we'll have him back to 12. Sets. You could run dual backfield sets. I think we'll see more of those with the Packers this year. But I was thinking for 5.9 million, he's a good deal because he's just a playmaker. You know, very similar to the guys the Saints would always have year after year who can, you know, catch it. They can run it. And they pretty much get, you know, four or five yards every time they touch the ball at least. What's interesting is if you look at Aaron Jones' advanced stats, Packers fans, and even just his stats in general, it's like last year he actually had, I believe, his lowest yards per carry uh, in, like, his previous three seasons. So it's like Aaron Jones, to me, is one of those guys where as long as he's producing, he's going to be just fine. Like, good deal, because he's electric when he's producing. But, like, as soon as he has that year where he just, like, doesn't have it anymore – uh, you know, which happens pretty frequently with running backs. Like, you see it with Zeke, right? You see it with other backs around the NFL. Well, then it, they kind of, like, fall off a cliff, and then it's like that becomes an easy-ish, easy release candidate. Like, it's not like it would be easy to release a, a person and a player like Aaron Jones because of his history here, because of how great of a you know a human being he is in the community and all these things and, and just a role model um just just doing things the right way. But it's like running back, making that much, not going to contribute you know, that's when we might have to play the hard game that is NFL salary cap business and let him go for but to he's make this roster top better. weapon right now. Right now, man. That's what I'm saying. He's been producing. He's been declining a little bit. We'll see. So he's good deal yep. now. To me, okay. Aaron Jones, good deal. Who's next? Rashawn Gary, five million, two point three five percent of the roster. You gotta roll with there's it. Your and he's gonna deal. be eating a lot. Yeah, there's a lot Love of it. upside in that deal. That, that's a, this is like the the stock that might just jump, right? You know, it's like you, you got in early, you got a bubble. Low cost, low cost basis at this point. Yeah, 5 well, million. you got the the best pass rushing technology the world has ever seen, just like <laughs> hidden inside Rashawn Gary, and only we have the technology to unleash it. <laughs> You know, that's kind of with Sean Gary for me. So he's he to me is like one of those positions where he's not like your number one cap hit. You know, he's definitely in the top 10 firmly, uh, but he's got the most upside of really anyone on there. If you ask me, um, great deal. I'm very excited for him. And, and to me, it's like even if you took him and Preston Smith, right, and you added up their percentage points, like what was Preston Smith and what is Rashawn Gary if you add them, like percentage of the cap? They're uh, seven point. About 7.5, 7.6. Okay, so that's percent. like a phenomenal deal, right? If you just average yeah. those guys out, you say, hey, Preston P, you, you, a lot of production you know, there. bring you down. Yeah, you get a lot of production out of that tandem, and that's big bro, little bro type stuff. Here's, that, here's a deal that's coming up next that I think we just got to touch on, Cage. One of the final ones. Let's talk about Mason Crosby taking up 2.2% of the cap. That's a cool 4.735 million <laughs> it is respect, respect money. money it's like crosby can kick for the packers as long as he wants to kick i believe no one's gonna beat him out what do you think no. about that i, I mean like <laughs> this is tough packers fans because it's like you know the the parallel to this one it's like let's say I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying You're to think of You're like, superstitious, right? You've got your favorite golf club. You've used it for 16, yeah, I, like, 17 look, years. And you're well, wondering, I, should I go out there and buy one of those new titanium golf clubs? That maybe that'll help my game. Maybe that'll help my game. But then and again, I've never there, swung it before. You take a couple swings with it. You know, you take a couple swings. You try it. You bring Everything it looks in. good in the store, right? <laughs> <laughs> Everything's going straight. You take them out there in the fire. 
and it's just in the woods. It's just wide left, wide right, and Crosby, for the most part, he's either extremely erratic, but for the most part, his drive is pretty controllable, right, KT? He represents more maybe control in that regard, if we're bringing through that analogy home. Is that why you ride with a, like a guy like Crosby again? Well, it's like people don't like change. Uh- fundamentally humans don't like change they never have probably never will so it's like Crosby represents the least amount of change represents comfort represents continuity he's definitely inconsistent and I think the golf club analogy is great because like there's definitely you know younger shinier newer kicking toys out there but Crosby is you know our old putter that we've had in the bag for you know over a decade now and it's like do you really as a golfer when you've just been swinging that club for so long do you really want to change when you may have like let's say you got your big year coming up you know this we're is a big year for a super bowl i don't really like our options you know like we have either crosby or like the field and it's like i would love to have maybe like a middle of his career you know in his prime just super reliable kicker knowing that when we send that guy on the field he's money from you know through 55 yards maybe but that's not always how life goes right so it's like mason crosby for me i'll live with that deal i'll live with I'll that live. deal <laughs> i'll live and i'll put, die with that deal <laughs> yeah put, put it on, yeah put it on mason crosby right like it's you know craps uh that you know packers fans that wraps up today's episode good deal bad deal we want to thank everyone from around the world for listening in over let us know what you think countries. too yeah let us know Best if deals, we were worst deals some. and in, yeah. in terms of like cap salary allocation right so yeah. like percentage points these contracts are we could argue about the money all day long right like aaron Rodgers making 50 plus average annual value but percentage points he's 13.3 percent of the cap makes things a little more manageable Yep. And Packers fans, if you could just tell another friend or fan about this podcast, say, hey, yo, Ike Packers podcast, it's coming out this fall every week, every game with live tweeting. Let them know what's good. Let them know it's primetime television. We're going to be here with you every step of the way on the show. Thank you, KG, for joining. Any final thoughts for our listeners? Packers fans, I'm excited. It's about 50 days away. You know what that means is we're close. We're close. It's in our sights, and it's going to be here before we know it. Plenty of time to get ready for the season right here with Ike Packers. We'll catch you next time. episode of the Ike Packers podcast and want to help the show, please subscribe, tell a friend, and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is how we can continue to give great value to you. As always, till next time, Packers fans.